Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. What is up, guys? And welcome back to the Dream Bigger podcast. I'm your host, Sif, and I'm the founder of Icing and Glitter, which is a blog, Instagram page, and YouTube channel. So let's talk about YouTube a little bit, shall we? I feel like it's probably the most powerful social media platform out there. The kind of communities people build on YouTube is unlike anything I've ever seen. They are so connected and so invested in anything YouTubers do. And truly, YouTube stars are the new age of celebrities. Not just in the YouTube realm, but beyond that. Think about all the major success stories that have come from YouTube. Sean Mendez, Patrick Starr, Cassie Ho. The list is so long that I can probably go on for a few days. And because YouTube is such a fascinating platform, I wanted to pick a YouTube star's brain. Enter Alana Davison. Alana is a beauty YouTuber with a cult following. When you listen to her conversation, you'll see how much she plays herself down, but don't be fooled by her humbleness. She has almost a million followers across her different social media platforms, but more important than numbers is how she's so successfully managed to cultivate a sense of community. Our conversation today is all things YouTube, from how she started to her tips for doing well on the platform to trolls. But before we get into the episode, I wanted to remind you to please leave the show a review if you feel like it brings you value. You guys have no idea how much it means to me. It helps me figure out what you like and don't like and helps me secure amazing guests so that I can continue to bring you guys high value content. Anyway, without further ado, let's welcome Alana to the Dream Bigger podcast. All right, Alana, so let's start from the beginning. How did you get into the YouTube space? I I started out as a it was definitely a hobby. Mm-hmm. Um, I failed engineering <laughs> in university. I, I don't blame you. That shit's hard. <laughs> it was the worst. And I um I just I never wore makeup. I was a sports person in high school, and then uh, I lived with my my roommate in first year. She was super into the makeup world. She introduced me to Sephora, um, and I started. I remember like googling or YouTubing, I guess, how to do a smoky eye. And I just like went into this deep dive into YouTube and I was like, oh my God, these people are amazing. I wanna do this, I'm funny. I'm gonna make some funny videos and I totally did it for fun. Um, And it just, I did it for fun while I was in school and then it just blessedly turned into a career. That was it, it was just 
for shits in school. <laughs> I love it. But I feel like, I mean, we were talking about this a little bit beforehand. I feel like intention is just everything. And like back before this became yeah. like an official career path that so many people want to go into. Yeah. I feel like it was just like a hobby and you just did it for fun. Totally. And it was like, you came from like a pure place. You yeah. Know what I mean? yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. No, absolutely. It's a different world. Um, how long ago was this? This was my first video was in 2013. Whoa. And you know, it was like 2011 was my first year in university. And it was like those two years of me, like learning about makeup and playing. And, and then I was like, Oh yeah, I'm going to do this. First video was on my cell phone. It was tragic. That's amazing. <laughs> Good for you. So do you remember the first video that you created, which went viral? I do. I have one viral video. And I, would, I don't even know if it's considered viral. I don't know how people do it. I don't know <laughs> what the system is. I have one. It's at like 2.5 million views. And it was my... Holy shit. It was like, you know, it was an ad. So yeah. that brand was very happy. Um, and You're I like the only why. person they ever want to work with. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> I was like, you are welcome. <laughs> and it was so bad. It was such a bad video. I was filming was it super it? last minute. It's, it was a... Um, Oh God, I think it was my five minute makeup, five yeah. minute makeup routine. And I was so, oh my God, I put this like eyeliner, my waterline. I looked like an insane person. I don't know why. I bet you, you didn't. No, 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 I did. <laughs> um, it was a really half-assed video in terms of effort on my part. And then it went viral and I was like, damn it. This That's is what the people thing. saw you, of you, me. <laughs> but you never know what like yeah. does really well. No, I don't. I have no control it's, it's insane it's like it's like youtube if they're feeling like extra nice one day they're just like yes we'll pluck you little one and put you on the explore page <laughs> there's no reason it's so weird people like get on trending and i'm like how how i don't know what you need to like play with goo or something to get on the trending page. <laughs> yeah that's like a big thing yeah it's like a major yeah. thing so like do you remember the first video you got which like or sorry you produced which got like a whole bunch of views and you were just like really so surprised it like, wasn't necessarily that for me it was my growth has been very gradual mm -hmm. it's been super gradual over the seven years and the first time i had significant growth was when i had fourteen thousand subscribers it was in 2014, so a year into it. And Kathleen Lights, at the time, I don't know, I feel like she had like two or 300,000 subscribers. And she shouted me out um, ra randomly in a favorites video. And overnight, I doubled. I went from 14,000 to 28,000. Um, and I was so, I was like weeping. I'm like, mom, I made it. I'm famous. Like, oh my God. And then it's just been like gradual since then. <laughs> I think it's amazing. Yeah. Like, I mean, however it worked, it worked yeah. out. It's luck. It's luck. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's hard work too. Like hard work, but also there's so many people who work probably so much harder than I do and, and are not so lucky. But at the same time, I feel like the people that do really well kind of like come down on themselves and they're like there's always someone that works harder so I, I mean guess. it's just I feel like you have to be humble or else or else you're an asshole I don't know yeah. <laughs> I, I agreed agreed okay so <clears throat> I was reading somewhere that colleges offer courses now on YouTube like to make it a legitimate career which is oh like God. it's wild to me right because like so this funny. didn't even oh, exist like you you made this a career like yeah, I don't know like yeah, you're yeah. like one of the first like the first generation of like YouTubers who made it a career I yeah. think you know so if someone is completely new to this world how can you explain how to monetize your channel or like how you make a career out of it okay so first going back to your first comment there um 
I personally think that anyone who any blogger I'm so sorry if you I don't know if you do it and I'm like I'm I'm about to <laughs> I'm sorry but anyone who sells a course on how to become a blogger or how to make a career out of it anyone who teaches a university course when I see bloggers they're like come to my seminar pay $600 to do my seminar and I'm like shut up you are stealing these people's money there is absolutely no like there's so much free information on there if you wanted to start a channel YouTube it people have there are I'm sure millions at this point of videos on how to start your equipment how to light how to blah 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 how to edit your videos so much information is out there if you're paying for that you are falling into a money trap like it just it kills me um but ads I mean and and monetizing your channel I'm not sure what the threshold is I feel like y your AdSense starts once you hit 10,000 subscribers what or is AdSense like let's get so, really basic so AdSense is just it's Google's advertising platform so um whenever you see an ad run on a video you're being paid for that and honestly they're pretty not clear like I don't know how I'm paid as far as I'm aware it's based on watch time so the longer you watch a video in full the more you're paid if you watch a video for a minute and click away that person is paid less than if you had watched the entire video so it's based on watch time um and I don't know what the sweet spot is. Some people say, I mean, David Dobrik uploads four minute videos. Some people upload 10, some people upload 30. I feel like it's, there's just no rhyme or reason. So, um, and then you just get a nice little monthly paycheck from Google. And sometimes if I don't feel like explaining what I do, I'm like, I work for Google. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. And then everything else is just like, you know, the brand sponsorships and product placement and um, one thing that I've been delving more into is like content creation outside of my platform. So like I'll go and film videos for people kind of like hoeing myself out as like a videographer slash photographer. I and think it's smart having nothing to do with my content, which is nice. And it's I think like it's smart because like other creative. Avenue. Yeah. And I think it's like nice sometimes to remove yourself from constantly <coughs> creating content about you. It goes back to like I think just creation for creation yeah. you know yeah. as opposed yeah. to like just removing yourself from it I think it's mm -hmm. a nice way to mm -hmm. like still exercise that creativity which yeah. is I mean I think it's a smart thing to do yeah. how has YouTube evolved since you've been on it I think in general it's just it's obviously become a career focus for people people are now starting it to make money not for fun so there's it's just become such a business now and, and legitimately so. And I think another thing is that it's become so produced. Like my, I, I've pretty much, other than a few handful of YouTubers, I've pretty much stopped watching YouTube altogether because it is so different. Like my my favorite videos back in the day, like Estee Lalonde, like sitting on her living room floor and blabbing about makeup. Like that was, YouTube is fully how I learned how to do makeup and I learned about products I just love seeing what people were buying like it was so casual and now I feel like everyone's out there trying to make movies and it's just it's now gone so many youtubers have reached that celebrity status where they're no longer um relatable and whatnot and I know a lot of people feel that way with me like you're, you're kind of I don't know growing in a way that takes you oh I don't know how to say that no, I get it. <laughs> I get what you're saying. Like it, you, you're just reaching a point that's no longer like your friend sitting on their floor blabbing about stuff. And now it's like you feel the pressure like when you're working with brands, like you want to make beautiful content. You want to continue to improve. Like I have a full freaking like my studio is worth more than my life. Like the lights and the equipment that I have, like you really build up a product and whatever. Like it's just it's a full business. And that's just very different from where I started. So I mean... 
I feel like there is like a sweet spot though between like I guess yeah right now this it the reality is it is your career I mean you have to invest Mm. more into it than like filming on your iPhone like maybe you did back in the day you know and lighting and stuff all of that matters but I still think that personality like you can sort of keep that alive of course you know what I mean of course it more so becomes like you know you see people going to like Chanel like going to fashion week and all this stuff and I'm like damn like you're a celebrity man like I can't I I, I fangirl I fully fangirl when I meet people and I'm like I, I no longer see you as like a human I'm like you are my idol <laughs> and it's it's just funny how that shift kind of happens yeah I mean the people who've like done well on YouTube though they really are like they really are celebrities and it's crazy like even even when I see like your audience engagement, like I think people on YouTube, like their, their audience is just so engaged and so mm-hmm. invested. I feel like it's almost, it is like, it is a celebrity level status situation. Yeah. And it's funny. I, I was actually talking to my cousin about this the other day. Cause she was saying how she walked by a YouTuber. She, she watched and she like stopped and did a double take. And she's like, oh god like I just did that to this person that's what people do to you like how weird because the people in my life they're like shut up like no why like people come up to me on the street and Vanessa my manager will be like why (laughs) 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 you know it's it's funny it's funny and then people meet you in real life and they're like oh you're a real person I'm like yes (laughs) yes I am (laughs) I mean uh, yeah I poop just like you (laughs) you know So it's, it's, it's weird, but it's fun. It's fun. What about from like a technical standpoint as to what YouTube was like, was it easier to grow back in the day as opposed to now? Like, cause you mentioned that the space is saturated, like has, have algorithms shifted like they have on Instagram because obviously I'm not a YouTube specialist, yeah. but you know, um, again, I, I feel like I'm the wrong person to ask about that because I haven't had any like crazy jump in following. Like mine has been very slow mm-hmm. and very gradual over the years. I, I think I had, I don't know. I, I, there'd be really random pockets of, of higher growth, but nothing that I could like calculate. Um, but I, I think they did a shift with the algorithm in the sense of they, they make people now, um, ring the bell to be notified and now they like tailor the subscriptions like even if you're subscribed to a channel it'll be like what's most relevant to you it's like how do you know i'm like what do you mean i I subscribe to these 20 people show me their uploads but they'll only show you a handful and then you have to go in and select like view all so i don't know how they choose who to feature but i know that they do that that's really interesting yeah it's very annoying yeah how dare you youtube (laughs) i mean i'm on instagram and like that's like my like major thing that I guess like Mm -hmm. I understand like you sort of understand YouTube and I feel the same way and I think like most people on Instagram are like what are you doing well it's so frustrating to open my Instagram and the first photo I see in my in the timeline is from two days ago yeah man I don't know how to deal with that I have to go find my friends photos I have to like go to everyone's page and be like what's so-and-so doing and go see because it doesn't show anymore yeah it is it's it's like a different world like I think yeah I mean I, I like I can't complain about it because I feel like yeah you know like technology evolves and we don't really have control over it but at the same time like I think it's just like something people all feel you know it's like okay it's different mm-hmm. from what it used to be you know absolutely completely I, different I to navigate chronological oh man tell oh. me about it tell me about it it could go yeah. on all I day loved, I love scrolling and it's like you're all caught up I'm like oh yes like that feeling like scroll until you reach <laughs> yesterday's photo and I'm like I saw them all yay I know now R. R. you know it's R. like R.I.P. man R.I.P. <laughs> so <clears throat> 
yesterday I asked people to send me questions that they want to ask you. And one that I got, which was like sort of like I I kept hearing or like I kept seeing was where you see YouTube going in the next five years. And if you think that it's a career option long term. It's so funny. People always ask about this and ask like, if you're scared, if your channel is going to go away, like what are you going to do? And I'm like, first of all, I'm a smart lady. Just kidding. But you know, it's like, I I got a degree to fall back (laughs) on. There's a lot of life experience here, but, um, I don't know. I'm not like a media predictor or anything, but I don't know what they could possibly do to go beyond YouTube really. Like even Instagram taking their IGTV. It's like, they basically just made an Instagram YouTube on their, (laughs) (laughs) just (laughs) dropped my water bottle. (laughs) But yeah, continue. Um, they, you know, they made that on their platform and I just, unless people start like, you know, Periscope started and everyone thought that that was going to be the next big thing. Like I hopped on Periscope for about a year and I was really into it. And, and then it kind of died out because you know, unless we do some 3D hologram, whatever, I don't know what you can go beyond other than YouTube or, or sorry, video creation, you know. So in terms of a platform, I don't really see it going anywhere. I imagine that it will change. I imagine ways of monetizing it will change. There will be waves of users who do it. Like you look at print and media, like magazines have been around forever. Like it Literally took, forever. you know, a century for that to change. And so I, I don't see YouTube going away anytime soon. However, I do think that irrelevancy is a real thing. And unless you're able to shift and grow with the trends and what's hot and new and now, and, you know, then you're going to basically become irrelevant and, and you'll just be stale and doing the same thing over and over again, I guess. But that's kind of how I'm feeling right now. Um, but I think that most people naturally gravitate to other things you know a lot of youtubers who've kind of reached their peak and they're like cool this has been fun i'll keep uploading for fun if anything it reverts back like you have your youtube career and then it kind of shifts back to a hobby and you've grown businesses elsewhere do you see yourself doing something on top of youtube like i hope so yeah i hope so i what that is yet i have no idea i think a lot of people naturally go to like creating a brand creating a product whatever i don't really see myself in the makeup space creating a product i don't think i have anything um valuable to offer in that realm um but i definitely hope that i can do something uh, outside of myself outside of my name and my face and that would be great to build on i mean even now (laughs) like i guess it's it is still your name and face but it is something different other than youtube like you have different collaborations going with brands like you have um with mac and saltwater collective but it's based on my following as a youtuber you know i i really i really um applaud people who are able to create completely separate businesses from themselves like you know even as far as like like look at Jen Atkin and way hair care like yes it is her that is what she did she is a hairstylist by trade but that was way hair care you know she's somewhat separate from it so if she wants she can sell it off and be done with it like that I think that's really great yeah absolutely and the dream the dream <laughs> it is the dream you know um okay so <clears throat> I know you were saying that a lot of the times it is random what, you know, YouTube decides to feature on their explore page or anything like that. What is there anything that you can do, like a formula that you had or have had for success where like, you know, you know that certain things will do well with your Mm -hmm. audience or, you know, that are trending. Like, is there anything like that? I think that we are kind of a, a product of whatever 
I mean, in this space anyway, in the makeup space, it's like if you're, let me cut that. <laughs> Our content depends on what is coming out in the makeup world, basically. It's like someone's launching a new palette. You're either going to hop on that and be one of the first ones to review this new product, and that's probably going to do much better. Like, I look at people, um, you know, Jaclyn Hill, for example, launched her Jaclyn Hill lipsticks. It's like, if you're the first one to order on that, you're getting on it, you're being the first to review it, that video is most likely going to go viral. So, you know, we'll always have content to make based on what what brands are coming out with, based on what's new and hot, right? So you always have to be aware of what's coming out and... Um, other than that, I mean, that's kind of what I'm struggling with now because usually it's like the same shit that does well on my channel. It's like, give me your five minute makeup. Give me your get ready with me. Like just the usual stuff. And I'm like, listen, it's been seven years of this. There's only so many five minute <laughs> makeups I can do before I want to stab my eyes. You know, <laughs> so it's um, I don't know. It's so and depending on what market you're in, it's so random what things or what I see going viral and when what does well, it's pretty hard to predict. Like sometimes I will think something's going to do so well and then it absolutely flops. And then like, like my five minute makeup that one, I'm like, why the hell did that go viral? Like I have no idea what people want. Now I have <laughs> I to go see this. I bet you like you describe no, yourself oh as looking God. like horrible. I'm like, alien. this is the best makeup no. ever. No, 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 no. <laughs> oh God. Yeah, no, it's, it's funny. There's, I don't know. Other people, other people seem to have it down on lock, and I'm like, hi. <laughs> Not true. Oh. Senior channel girl, like from an outsider's perspective, I'm like, oh my god, like oh. bow down. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Okay, how do you decide what time to upload videos onto YouTube? Is there like an optimal time? If there is, I don't know it. Honestly, <laughs> I I kind of just go what works with my schedule. I'm always late. Sometimes I post a video at midnight and sometimes I post a video at 8 a.m. It's it's uh, I think the days of the week are the main one. Like, yeah. you know, Sundays and Mondays are the most poppin' days of the week. Really? On YouTube and Instagram in general. So interesting. I feel like Sunday is like everyone's just kind of chilling, catching up on their week, maybe cleaning, putting stuff on in the background. Mondays, everyone's like, damn it, it's Monday. I'm miserable. Let me like escape, escape. this. Right? So those are the two days that I've found to be the most optimal. But time, I have no idea. Well, guys, listen to her if you're getting into YouTube. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sundays and Mondays is where it's at. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. Three tips for someone who's new to YouTube and wants to grow their channel. Uh, well, first of all, don't buy your followers. That's a mistake. That's Smart. something that if you do, you will never get to take that back. You can do that on YouTube too? I have no idea. I have no idea. But in general, YouTube and Instagram go hand in hand. If you have YouTube, you have Instagram and it goes both ways. You yeah. know, you're growing one, you're most likely growing the other. So don't buy your followers. Um, and I think, I think it's so cliche to say this and whenever I, you know, people probably roll their eyes if I say this, but don't copy other people. Like you have to make, I, what I always do is I go through my YouTube history and I look at the videos that I am watching and I write them down and, and, you know, make the content that you'd want to watch. Don't do what the next person's doing because that's what makes it saturated. You're, you know, bring your own unique voice to it, make what you want to see and, don't copy other people. It's just, it's always so blatantly obvious when people are fully copying. And I've been, I, I struggled with that in the beginning too. Cause I was like, I love this. I want to make this exact video, but be, be yourself. 
and I know that's so lame, but it's very true. It's not lame. I think I think it is absolutely true because I think that with YouTube especially, it's more glaringly obvious because, I mean, it's your personality, and I feel like what makes someone stick out is being able to showcase that, you know, yeah. and have their own voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of another tip. Oh, you know what? Actually, this um, – I think a lot of people ask in general, like for tips on just how to start, like how do I know what camera equipment to buy? How do I know how to do this? Blah, blah. And I'm like, we were talking about this earlier. So much free information. I feel like because of the way technology has grown, if you're going to start a YouTube channel, buy the good shit off the hop. Like don't waste your money because you know that the following year you're going to upgrade your camera. It's like save up and get the good camera right off the hop. Make it nice. Um, You know, I think my stuff was so ugly i oh my god if anyone remembers this i had (laughs) i had an orange tapestry and it was a world map and i used to film my videos in front of that and i'm like what the hell why was i doing that like (laughs) (laughs) it's brutal like it's so oh my god no, no no so i just think like make sure that the the content that you're putting out is is aesthetic and clean and nice and white and bright like well, I mean, not white, whatever. People can use whatever color they want. But um, people will be like, how do I get noticed by brands? And it's like, well, look at their page. Look at what they're reposting. Look at their branding. If you want to be noticed by that brand, take a photo that is equivalent to what they are, are putting up. Like, mimic that, you know? Oh, that that's the opposite of what I just said. But you know what I mean? No, the for style. a brand, though, it's different, <laughs> you know? Like, it is, it's so not... So, in, in terms of videos, it's like, you see people filming a video on their cell phone, and their sound is awful, and you can't see a damn thing it's like well you know don't don't do that like watch videos on how to set up your lighting watch videos on how to set up a youtube setup there are millions of videos on how to do that so my advice is to not start with the bad stuff technology is too advanced to be able to do that now um i think get the good stuff right off the hop and do your research love it really good tips um talk to me about the youtube community because we were discussing this a little bit Mm -hmm. right before we started um it is it's it's tough because I see that there's more trolls on YouTube than I would say anything mm-hmm. at, like anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Like why like why do you think that is and how do you even navigate that sort of like hate, I guess? I don't know why. I, I think that's actually why I struggle with it so much because I'm a very nice person and I would never say shit to someone I would just never even if I thought oh my god this is the worst person on the planet I hate this person never would I ever verbalize that like I I just I never understand the mentality of of going on and physically commenting on someone's content being like I hate you you suck let me write a novel as to why I hate you so much I'm like what kind of misery is this person living in you know, to, to be able to do that. You just like, feel bad for them. Honestly, like and, and I feel I, bad for I them. I just think like <laughs> the, the people in my life don't comment. Like I've never, and, and other than the fact that I'm in this world and I, I kind of have to remind myself to be like, Oh, go comment on your peers' things. Like this is good to do. I never comment stuff. It's just, I, I don't engage that way. Um, and I've just never understood the the trolls and the haters and whatever. And people, it's so easy for people to be like, ignore them. Haters going to hate. And I'm like, no, man, this ruins my day. Like it's, it's really hard to navigate for sure. And I think, um, aside from that, like, as you were mentioning the YouTube community in itself, I think I'm so lucky to kind of be out of that pocket of drama. I'm really happy that I don't fully fit into a niche on YouTube. Like I'm not fully in the makeup realm. I'm not fully in the lifestyle realm. And, 
I'm happy that I'm away from that because I feel like that saves me a lot of stress and um yeah I don't I don't know I don't know I don't know how people like grow a thick skin I don't think you ever do I think we're all human and we all feel things whenever we really no one wants to read mean shit about themselves I don't know <laughs> no it's true it's like I have CBD oil that's how I cope <laughs> much wine can I consume in the evening that's my coping (laughs) I mean it's true like there's of course like I think with YouTube honestly I do feel that any troll they're like so sad from the inside that like I I I feel sorry for them but at the same time like I think the hate that YouTubers get are just on a different level altogether like these like I mean Mm -hmm. I've seen comments on people's things and I'm like how like how do you have the energy to write something so hateful like what is going on in your life like you need therapy man like the problem with the the climate of the world right now too is that everyone is so hypersensitive about everything like I've just come to accept the fact that I can do no right like even if I have fully thought like you know I got metal straws. That was something like, my God, like I had a plastic straw. And now I know that is not okay. And the world is catching up and we all have metal straws and like, okay, fine. And you know, it'll be no matter how much thought I put into the sensitivities of what I'm saying and what I'm doing and what I'm showing in my video, if I fully planned it out, someone's going to find something. Someone's going to be upset by something. Someone's going to be offended by something. You know, it'll be like, I'm drinking from my water bottle and someone would be like, my father died from a water bottle. This is <laughs> triggering. And I'm like, God, man, like you can't, you can't please everyone ever. So if you just know that, then you can at least try and give yourself a pep talk and realize that not everyone's going to like you. I will never understand why if someone doesn't like you, they don't just click away. <laughs> the content is there for free. That's the thing. Oh my God. This is another rant. Okay. Listen, the content is free. If you were paying to see my content, sure, criticize me. I'm like, this is free. This is me and my life. I'm uploading this for free for you. You don't have to pay for this. You don't pay for YouTube. You do not pay for Instagram. This is free content. How dare you (laughs) feel entitled to tell me what to do or tell me how I am doing something wrong? It's such an odd concept to me. It is. It really is. And like, I think, again, it comes down to, I mean, I think of it from a normal standpoint right like I would think I'm a I mean like I'm a pretty normal person right like we all have our quirks but not getting into that but as a normal human being I can't ever imagine going out of my way to like leave a hateful comment it's like because you look at it's like oh I I despise this youtuber just don't I shall not watch don't watch it (laughs) just I shall not be here I shall unfollow and I'm unsubscribing you've I've outgrown you I'm unsubscribing I'm like okay bye god why like why do you call that what an odd thing it's so weird Uh, it is it is it's so weird like uh, yeah I mean honestly trolls are just they're very strange human beings like but I think it's 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 sad that even this focus has gone to the trolls because there's so many amazing kind supportive genuine people on the internet it's crazy like the amount of people I've met in my life who who have just been so wonderful and so invested in what you're doing and you know like I I feel like I have some really random deep rooted hate 
in the world like people really hate me and I'm not sure why like I'm like okay whatever but I also have such an amazing community on YouTube you do like Like, the people who follow me are so fucking funny they're so nice they're so smart like I'm always baffled someone's like I'm a doctor and oh I'm a lawyer and I do this and I'm like what (laughs) like you're a smart person and you follow me like I just feel like I have such a good group of of people who are in my community and I'm so thankful for it I mean I do think that even on the flip side right like with YouTube what I see is that like your audience is just so much more invested in what you do than any other platform well and it's also been you know I've really grown up on YouTube like we're we're all getting old like we're I'm on the I'm on the closer half to 30 here like people started watching me when I was you know 19 20 like it's crazy we're all kind of getting older I do have an older audience which I appreciate my my audience is 24 to 34 that's my age demographic and a lot of people have like 12 year olds following them on YouTube you know and I I feel really really um humbled and happy that I have like a following of people who I would genuinely probably meet on the street and be friends with. Yeah. Which is cool. I think so. it's awesome. I have to ask, um, you've, I don't know, you've probably heard, I guess, of the app TikTok. Have you heard of it? I'm so, I don't understand. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I wanted to, I wanted to ask you just because like, it's, you know, it's like the new hot thing and mm-hmm. all these people are on it. So I wanted to get your thoughts. Like I have no idea. So my little sister is 16 and I know she growing up always used musically and I feel yeah, like did that, TikTok. Exactly that. It, it musically turned into TikTok. Oh, okay. Okay. So I didn't understand. I actually, I've never looked at the app. I don't understand if people like TikTok. There's like memes about TikTok and I'm like, oh, I am old. I don't understand this. I'm just going to, I'm just going to stay away. <laughs> it's even like with the Twitch, Twitch streaming. What all is these that? Things. Exactly. I, I have no idea. I can't I keep up. I haven't even heard of it. I'm like, I'm exhausted trying to keep up with YouTube and Instagram content and all of their changes. I'm like, I can't add another thing. Like I used to be huge into Snapchat. Like my following on Snapchat was huge. I love Snapchat. And then when Instagram introduced their stories, my following grew on Instagram and I was like, okay, this has to go. Like this is no longer... I can't differentiate this content. I mean, I feel like Snapchat and Instagram <coughs> stories are just so similar. Like, I mean, I sort of abandoned Snapchat because of the but, same reason. Exactly. Exactly. I was like, one, one's got to go. I, I think people who do Twitch, they do it. Actually, you know what? I Again, I really don't understand what Twitch is, but I know just from seeing random things that people who are huge on Twitch, they just like cut down that content and upload it on YouTube. So it's the same content across the the boards but I don't like that I hate it when people post snapchat and then they upload their snapchat stories onto instagram and it's the same stories I'm like come on man like drop one I don't know I feel like it either needs to be unique or it needs Mm -hmm. to yeah like one needs to be Mm -hmm. dropped and it's completely normal to not be like I I personally couldn't keep up with snapchat and instagram stories and you know some people can and power to them I think it's amazing yeah. to be able to keep up with so much I personally couldn't Some people are so interesting and unique and I'm like cool all right like yeah I'll watch all of them I'm like I'm not fun enough to be able to come up with like different <laughs> content for these things so no TikTok all that I'm like no I can't keep up <laughs> yeah I was just I was just really curious yeah. because I mean I was wondering like I mean as a YouTuber like how if you if you even interact with that app so I just oh yeah. my god you know actually I miss Vine were you on Vine as well? I did. Oh my God. I have, I was uploaded so many videos on Vine. Did you really? I did. And they all went away. Like, I don't know where 
the That's vine so content sad. went i don't know what they did with the archives of those videos but i only have one and it's at the top of my camera roll that's how long ago it was oh my god i loved vine all right i loved Vine. i watch all the vine compilations over and over again on youtube i love it did the, like did you have a lot of followers on vine as well no i don't think so because it was so short-lived you know but i made some whack videos on vine but i loved it it was so fun i thought that was really unique i feel like i need to see this a um that your crazy vine videos and b yeah like i think that tiktok it's it's like a vine situation as well because it's like short form it's to music so i i I mean i'm just i'm very curious yeah and i just want someone to explain the whole thing to me because i'm i'm intrigued yeah let's (laughs) just say that um okay so what is one mistake you see with other content creators um first of all people buying followers it's it, nothing drives me more insane. Than uh, that. They're ruining thing. the game for everyone. It's so noticeable. I'm like, what are you doing? Stop. And um, I. Th- mm, it can be more than one. Oh, my God. People not disclosing people not disclosing their sponsorships. I don't know why. I don't know how people get away with it. It infuriates me that those of us who do disclose sponsorships get absolutely shit on. And all these people who don't, they're like, oh, my God, you're amazing. You're so genuine, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, they are being paid so much money and you don't know. I hate it. I'm like, I am excited. I am stoked. And we work so hard. I have a full-time employee partner who works fully on brand sponsorships. I'm like, this is exciting. We put so much time and effort into making these ads happen. I'm like why wouldn't you want to say it? I'm like, hell yeah, I'm sponsored by Burberry. Thank you so much. Like, this is amazing. It's exciting. And and people who don't disclose, I, oh my God, I could name, um, oh my God. It makes me so mad. I mean, uh, yeah, I think first of all, like the law <coughs> is gearing towards like, um, well, there's no regulation in Canada. Is there so, not? I no. feel, I thought we were like the same no. sort of regulation. There, they, there, there is, um, so it's, I don't know how to put it. Like there is, there are laws. They're very dated. They're working on updating it now. Um, but it's not, it's not, um, enforced basically. So like the UK, they are enforced and they are regulated and people have to abide by that. People are getting like, Oh my God, who was it? Someone is like reported every day. Like someone's like reporting them to whatever their tax bureau is, blah, blah, blah. Like people are getting fined. Um, people in the Netherlands are fined like, I 50, saw in Germany euros. it's like a big thing. Oh, maybe it was Germany. Yeah, maybe it was Germany, Germany. It's like scary. Yeah, so that's huge. The states. I mean, people are always like FTC, blah blah. I'm like, okay, first of all, I disclose, so screw you. Secondly, it's not the same law here. I'm fine. I am doing this out of my own goodwill because I feel like it's right, not because I have to. So, <laughs> I take your little rules and you know. But um, I mean, I also think that there is this like sad but overwhelming belief that maybe if something is sponsored it's not genuine and like obviously because there's so many people who do that and that's why that's why it's hard because people will just be like oh my god someone commented on my thing yesterday being like i feel cheated that you didn't put ad in the title i'm like shut up shut up like you know if people follow me they're following me for my opinion and there are so many people who it's blatantly obvious when they don't use a product and they don't like it like come on Kendall Jenner you're not using proactive like that is for money but you know it's up to you to to decide who you're following and whose opinions you believe exactly that's the end of the day no mm -hmm. one's holding your wallet and making you go and buy these products use your discretion you know I I work very long term 
with a lot of the same brands that I've been working for for years. I've developed relationships with them. Sometimes it's new products. Like I just did an ad with Playa Beauty, the hair stuff. I freaking love it. Yeah, I just started using it because they just launched in Sephora, Canada uh, three weeks ago. So I got to, you know, it's like, yeah, this is exciting. It's a new product. I've never seen you use this before. I'm like, yeah, no shit. It's new. It's a new brand. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know. I, the whole ad sponsorship hate thing. Yeah, uh, yeah it's it's just one of those things that like, I think if you are following certain people choosing to follow them, mm -hmm. then I mean, you, you, you trust based on what you know that they are not feeding you bullshit because mm -hmm. it is at the end of the day, a very short term strategy. Like even as content creators, like if you are you know, uh, pretending to like a brand that you don't like or use a product that you don't use, like people are going to catch on to that. You know yeah. what I mean? So I do think that, yeah, like this, I guess like pick and choose who you follow. Yeah. Like if someone does a skinny tea ad, you can unfollow just, them. Just unfollow them. <laughs> just, just unfollow just, them. I just want like people just need to realize that with the amount of ads that you do know that like for every one ad we do, there's you know 50 we said no to oh totally so totally it's not it's like we don't have options anymore <clears throat> right mm -hmm. like i think mm -hmm. that that's just the thing that like you pick and choose what you say yes also, or no to there's like phases like there's busier seasons Absolutely. than others like listen i've been posting an ad like every other day here but it's because Summer. i didn't do a damn thing for an entire like two months yep you know it's like this is new products are out these are new launches people are in a new fiscal year they got new budgets like this is the time, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everyone goes into hibernation at Christmas. So agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. yeah. Like summer is busy. So yeah, yeah, I guess guys like that's just a little breakdown of like how ads and stuff. Yeah, sorry. Work. I feel like this has been <laughs> it, it changed directions, <laughs> yeah. but I think people get a better understanding, which yeah. is, which is all, it's all good. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's talk about a major challenge you faced and you ended up learning a lot from I think, I think going back to ads in general, that was such a learning curve. Cause again, I've been doing it for a long time. I didn't always make money on YouTube. So I remember like stuff, I used to just be so excited about getting sent stuff. Um, I remember I got sent this airbrush kit and I was like, oh my God, I'm going to do a full review on this airbrush kit. And then later I learned that it was very spammy and I was like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. That was, that was annoying. And you know, like, I did I did one super exciting it was one of my first like exclusive like full video sponsorships and it was with a hair care brand and I did an entire video dedicated to shampoo and I'm like oh no that doesn't fly you know I did it we learned from it that was a mistake everyone learns and grows um, so I think just like generally navigating like the business side of YouTube has been a huge challenge uh, adding to that I think because I grew into it from a hobby I really fucked myself in terms of taxes. Like if you are starting and you are planning on monetizing and starting a business, get a lawyer, get an accountant, know your shit, get your stuff together. I am still playing catch up. Like it's been brutal. And I, I know that's the same with a lot of my fellow comrades in the, in the YouTube space. Like it's really hard. It's really hard when people don't treat you like a business, but according to the government and taxes, you are very much a legitimate business and you have to treat it that way. So it's kind of just, you know, growing into new money. It's like, oh, I'm going to go shopping. And then I'm like, oh, I'm going to owe 53% of my taxes. <laughs> yeah. It's so just, that's been a very strong challenge and learning curve. It's like the behind the scenes and then just, ugh, 
yeah i mean the realities of business right mm-hmm. like i mean it's true and i think that right now and even especially like when you when you came into when like it's it was really like the wild wild west you don't know these things Mm -hmm. right and like Mm -hmm. of course like navigating that and learning from it it's it is challenging it absolutely is challenging and almost like seems trivial if you're not in it but oh my god like the taxes god damn like it's hard yeah no it's brutal like getting an accountant was probably the best thing i've ever done Mm -hmm. ever like and it it took me so long to do it and i'm like damn it why didn't i set this up earlier like i just screwed myself over yeah Yeah. agreed um okay last question since you're a a beauty youtuber and you have excellent skin you do you do it's like it's a glowy no i am not lying i'm not lying as a skincare fanatic honestly um so tell me about your skincare routine um it kind of changes but also not current i i have very very painfully sensitive skin very sensitive very very dry and dehydrated i always have my skin is very particular and i've been using a lot of the same products for many years i love fresh um i typically stick to their uh soy face um, exfoliant and cleanser i love it there's a lot of others that i use and try like honestly we have so much shit all the time i'm always trying new stuff but i generally go back to that soy cleanser um bioderma always so my cellar water solar always use the wipes. It's so good. I actually just started using the Omorovisa peachy micellar wipes. Listen, they're hella expensive. So I'm like, I get it, but they're beautiful too. Um, oh God. Uh, the Clinique ID, just there. Uh, one thing that fascinated me, they've had the same formula since the 60s. Wow. They have not changed no that face cream since the 60s. It's been their best seller for years and years and years. They work with the same dermatologist that they work with in the 60s. I find that so cool. Um, and yeah, I love it that their new one with like the, the little serum insert in it. It's great. Uh, the fresh creamy tien, tien. that's an expensive, expensive cream, but I use that at night and it's unreal. Um, Ren, I love the ever calm line. Very, very good for sensitive skin. Oh my God. I need to like be staring at my skincare cupboard as I'm saying this, um, face oils, face oils. People always ask me, like I was on Accutane for a year well under a year but um and people are like oh my god you have no acne scarring whatever i'm like i soaked my face in oil like face oil do you have any favorites um i think for irritation and acne scarring i loved rosehip rosehip oil whatever you can buy it like in bulk at the organic market whatever um or buy it from like a natural health store just rosehip oil i really love herbivore oils um clarins oils are good yeah i'm trying to think i don't use eye cream I try. I dabble with eye cream and I don't use it. <laughs> and face mists. Face mists. Always. I pour myself in face mists. Favorites? Cuddly Grape Water. Cuddly Beauty Elixir. So good. Mm, Favorite. So good. I have my backpack right now. I actually have both in my backpack right now. Love it. Um, and the Tata Harper Hydrating Floral Mist is beautiful. I love Tata Harper. Oh, May Lindstrom. May Lindstrom Jasmine Garden. Damn. I have heard so much about May, oh. May Lindstrom. Oh. Um, all my money goes to Maitland's room. Okay. Gotta yep. try it. Yep. The, uh, she's reformulating. Apparently I'm devastated. The honey mud mask, the, oh shit. What's it called? Blue cocoon. Yeah. Actually I spoke to, um, the beauty director at Violet Gray and she like could not stop talking about the oh blue, God. blue cocoon situation. Oh my God. Also there. Oh God. What's it called? Youth, youth serum. 
like 240 US dollars, but I've gone through three bottles of that in my lifetime. It's amazing. Well, your skin uh, does look youthful, so clearly it's thank working. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. To plump it up. I think uh, another thing, like in general with skincare, people are like, oh my God, this person uses this. I must love it too. It's like, no, no. It's been so much trial and error. Absolutely. My skin's so sensitive. People will rave and rave and rave about a mask. And I'm like, are you kidding me? That thing burnt the shit on my face. Like you just really have to take years and patience and find what works for you. Yeah. You do have to find what works for you. Absolutely. Yeah. I think yeah. that's what it comes down to at the end yeah. of the day. But yeah. you have a solid lineup and I definitely need to try yeah. a Mayu Lindstrom because of you. So. Oh, it's so good. Hashtag okay before we wrap let everyone know where they can find you well guys you can find me on youtube and instagram adelanorama ah that's the worst name i think also oh my god (laughs) know this folks if you're gonna start youtube you can never change your name (laughs) so pick a good one just use your name yeah good tip thanks thank you wait Do you want to receive a short email from me with exclusive content every week? Sign up to the Icing and Glitter newsletter and I'll send you my top five skincare secrets along with a weekly email with bite-sized tips and tricks, giveaways, recipes, and so much more. I'll leave the details in the show notes.